Welcome to Let's Wine About It, a podcast where we talk about life, sex, and relationships over a bottle of wine. Cheers. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Ignore Natty's laugh in the background. It's uh, it's Chilean day at the moment, so she's a little bit... Um, She's had a couple of glasses of wine before we've even started. <coughs> Classic Natty, if, you, if you've <laughs> come across her after a couple of glasses of wine. This is where we are. Oh, no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> it's Chilean. I love that it's Chilean day, but it's like four days. I know. Chilean day goes for... Oh, Chile is the best. Like, it's definitely very different to how we celebrate um, yeah. Australia Day. Oh, which, again, I miss, I miss that's my, a whole argument we can get into later. I miss my country, especially in September. It's the best. I know. It's, like, blooming of spring and, and the Dieciocho, we call it, the Chilean Day. Yeah. Which is from the 17th to the 20th, anyways. It's the best. That's so good. I love that they, like, just celebrate and party for three days straight. Yeah. We should be drinking a Chilean wine. We're I not, know, though. But that's we're a not. bit sad. Well, today um, we are drinking a Tempranillo, which seems to be our new favorite. Yes. Yes. Also, we've been drinking Tempranillo with ice. Like, we've been putting ice cubes in our glasses, like two old ladies, and it's really good. I feel like as a wine connoisseur, Mm -hmm. that's probably not appropriate, but I don't care because it's really nice. Same. You know (laughs) where we got it from? From Nika. Because he's yeah. an old man. He's an old man. Yeah. Loves the red, but also likes to have it a bit chilled. I love that he's a bit gay. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little gay. <laughs> Enough to put ice on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, um, how's your week been? Wait, you haven't introduced the wine. Oh, I thought I did. No, Sorry, you didn't. My you, you just looked I at it excited. and had it in your brain. Um, we are drinking a Tempranillo by Pablo and Pedro, um, which they describe it as elegant and dignified. Just like me. Exactly. Um, it's a southeastern Australian wine, and it's delicious, to be honest. I've had this one a few times, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Is it is it from here? Because it, in the front, it, has, it, could, it looks like it could um, be from Argentina. It's, it says, like, it is a wine of Australia, but they're trying to replicate, like, the Spanish craft and passion, it says here. So I think the idea between Pablo and Pedro um, is that they're two Spanish men that are very different, but they've come together to make... To pay homage to the Spanish passion. Okay, so that's so cool. Spanish. I like that. I like ba- all things Spanish. Pablo y Pedro. Also, it says here to enjoy with Spanish tapas. Ooh. Such as chorizo and olives. Chorizo. Yeah, I'm all about that. And this anyway. is how it sounds. With ice cubes. <laughs> Cheers. Salud. Um, yeah, as I was saying before, how's your week been? Um... It's been actually really good. That's good. Yeah, I know I always say that, but, like, honestly. No, it has been a really good week for you, yeah. for sure. I agree. It's a really good week for me. I accomplished a lot of things, actually, this week. I know, and it's only Thursday. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, I know. We're recording a bit earlier. No? Yeah. Yeah. We're recording earlier in the day than usual. And also, we're recording at my house. Yes. Which is a change of scenery for us. Yeah. But they say change is as good as a holiday. That's what they so say. So, here we are. Who, who is they? I don't know. Google. People. Um, Anyway, today we are talking about something that may be a little bit controversial in a way because I think each person has definitely their own individual opinion about it. Um, 
basically what we're talking about and the ep- like this episode is going to be called All My Friends Are Pregnant. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag trigger. So um, how this episode came about is that me personally, Emma, I have a lot of my really good friends are all pregnant at the moment, which me, I'm so excited about. I'm so happy that um, some of my best friends are bringing tiny little babies into the world and I cannot wait to be the junk auntie at Christmas just hugging babies left, right and centre with a glass of wine in my hand. You look like you, look <laughs> like you need a baby right now. Well, I just I feel like I'm destined to be like the cool aunt. Like I feel like that's my thing and I'm really like excited for it. But also like I want my own babies eventually. There you go. I was like, going to be baby mama for sure. Um, but the reason we're talking about this is because <laughs> – Obviously, both of us are not pregnant, nor do we have children. Not that I know, no. No, mm-hmm. not at the moment anyway. No. Um, I'm 27, and Natty, you are? 34. 34. So we're kind of in that age bracket. I'm probably maybe at the start a little bit, I'm and you're closer to the end, <laughs> where people ask, um, do you want kids? Are you going to have babies? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the next step? Mm-hmm. And... The reason we're talking about this is because you and I both have kind of different opinions about it. Like I just said, I do love babies and I really do want them myself one day. It's not something that I'm going to be having anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I know that. But you have a different opinion. Yeah, I do. I think that's, first of all, is the main reason why I love our podcast because we have different opinions. We're always completely the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And I also love that we don't we accept each other's different opinions and we can like, you know, like go back and forth, like debate about things. Yeah. And like, I, it's really nice. Um, yeah. Well, and for me, it's a bit different too, because I am married. Like I, I just turned one year. Of yeah. You just celebrated your first yeah. um, one year anniversary on the weekend. That on was Sunday. really exciting. Yeah. Amazing. Looking back at, it's just crazy. Like it's crazy how fast a year goes. How fast a year go. But then also you always say that, oh my god, time flies. But then like I started looking back and like actually there's so much shit that has happened this yeah, year. I know. A lot. It's crazy. A lot of good things, a lot of not very good things, but overall it's been great. Yeah. Um but yeah, I have I think I'm lucky that I'm not living in Chile right now. Here it's more acceptable to have kids maybe later and not a lot of people ask me if, like when am I gonna have kids? If yeah. I was in Chile all my aunties and all my mm. my uncles and every single dinner will ask me, well, Natty, so when? Mm. And like, I don't have that. But luxury. also, um, you don't look 34. So that probably <laughs> contributes to that mm. a lot as well. I'm a young 34. Yeah. I also married a younger man. Yeah, that's true. And that keeps me young. Yeah. Yeah. But do you want babies? No. That's what we're trying to get to. Yeah. <laughs> that's not your... Um, that's not something that's the priority for you. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're talking about this today is because there's actually quite a lot of people out there in your exact same situation that aren't prioritizing having children. Yeah. And that's so fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I don't want kids not because I don't like them. I yeah. love them. I love kids. Yeah. Um, I get along with them really well. Yeah. Um, you would like, like obviously it doesn't like contribute to anything but like you would be an excellent mother like, yeah I thank you, know you. That, I, I, I know so that too do know that. yeah I know that too and and I sometimes I think about it because um like oh imagine having this little like human that's your own. that it's my own that's yeah. half me half the person that I love and then I get to teach him things and it will like it <laughs> it, <Yeah>. will, it. <laughs> it. <laughs> um it will know two languages yeah from little and that's so cute and I don't know. It's just, 
I feel like that part is a bit selfish because it's like, oh my God, what can I do? Like create this human. Um, yeah, like all that thing is like a very nice dream and all that, but like very objectively in the like day-to-day things, I don't want to live that life. Yeah. I literally see a girl in a pram, like walking with a pram and I, I get, I get a bit of like a, like yeah. I, I want to throw up a little. <laughs> Okay, that's a bit traumatic, but okay. <laughs> I do. I feel like a bit grossed out. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No. And then I and then I approach her and I see the baby. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. You know? Yeah. It's something. But you're happy to like acknowledge it, but you're not like. Yeah, I don't want to. It's like when they say you're happy to like hug the baby, but you're happy to give it back when it shits oh. its nappy. Yes. Yeah. I've never changed a nappy in my life. Really? Never. Oh, okay. Well. I don't have to do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but they were saying, well, one day you should try it. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not a thing. That's great. Don't I feel like it. when I have a baby, though, like in your babysitting, you will have to change the nappy. I will. I'll come back after like a few hours out and it's Dude, like the baby's baby. just running around naked because you refuse to like change its nappy. That would probably be the, yeah, yeah. that would probably Accurate. happen. I'll be Accurate. like, let's go to the beach and just get naked, <laughs> throw that thing in the bin and then <laughs> just go for a swim. <laughs> Good enough with a bit of spam. Oh, so well, good. it's funny what you just said because I was reading an article this week that was on um, British Vogue a bit earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this kind of this topic always arises and there's definitely definitely periods throughout the years where like there's a huge like kind of like media circus around it and then it dies down and then yeah. it, it comes up again and it dies down. Like it's one of those things that's just never really going to go away because mm-hmm. basically people – still question why not every single woman wants to have a child. So this article is called Not All Women Want to Be Mothers, the the stigma that surrounds choosing not to have a child. And it essentially, like, talks about why women who have happily chosen to remain childless still feel judged. Like, it's 2019 and women still feel that they're being judged for not having children and still have to face those questions. A lot of the time, not even from family and friends, a lot of the time from strangers. Like, yeah. I know there's been, I've done it myself personally, where, like, I've said to someone, oh, so, like, when are you having children? Or, like, when do you want kids? Like, do you plan to have kids? Yeah. And, like, people don't need to be asked that. Like, yeah. And it's very hard as well because some people choose not to have kids some and then can. some people can't. Yeah, 100%. Like, we know people that, have gone through IVF like over and over again, like the the realistically miscarriages, miscarriages, like women may have been put on this earth to like quotation marks, make babies, but it's not as easy as that. Yeah. So, um, this article, so you never know. So you have, you just don't ask the question. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what like heartache or pain they've been through. Like you have no idea. Um, (laughs) but basically this article just kind of talks about how, um, there was a study in 2017 that reported that the global fertility rate has been cut in half since 1950. That's crazy. So that's a long time. Um, and fifth to a third of women who become pregnant aren't actually sure whether or not they actually want a baby. Yeah, well. Oh, so, we, and then we go into dark waters of abortion laws and all that, which is, oh, it's a big thing. Yeah, that's a whole, yeah, we'll have to do a whole other episode another, on yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... It talks about, this article talks about the reasons why women are kind of choosing not to have babies. And a couple that they highlighted is one, babies are expensive. Yes. Like maybe in their first year, not so much because they mostly just like shit and vomit and you kind of can just like... And, you ha- and you, you're creating the own food, like the food. Yeah. You're the yeah, food factor. Yeah, exactly. You're a big cow. Exactly. Basically. But basically, um, babies are expensive 
and they also are bad for the planet. Wow. Yeah, and I <laughs> I actually think this one this is quite interesting because it says here that science has long stated that having a child is pretty much the worst thing you can do for the environment. Um, a study in Sweden found that having one fewer child per family can save nearly 60 tons of carbon equivalent emissions a year. Oh my God. I know. So we all talk about like being vegetarian and like not buying anything with palm oil and stuff, but it also says less kids, less carbon emissions. And um, also overpopulation. Overpopulation, which I guess comes back to like the um, laws in China where you're only allowed to have one baby. Yeah. But it's funny that the thing with the planet is because I feel like that's definitely become an excuse in the last few years that has become like almost um, advertised. I know like celebrities like Miley Cyrus have said publicly that they don't want to bring children into the world while the world is going in the direction that it currently is going in, which like you have to be pretty passionate about the environment and the earth to kind of recognize that we're fucking it up a little bit and they don't really want to bring children into the world who then have to deal with our issues that we've created. So like, yeah, it's funny too, because I think like, like the stereotype of a hippie will be like someone with a lot of kids. Yeah, I know. Back in the day, yeah, yeah, back in the day, like a hippie, like I, I care about the environment and I don't use contraceptive because it's yeah. like I'm just fully natural to have all these kids. But now it's like, well, actually, you're a vegan, you care about the environment, you're not gonna have kids. Yeah, it's totally the opposite. Yeah. It's crazy to see like this is exactly the way the world's going. Be consistent. Yeah, but um, and then the article continues on with like the stigma that still exists surrounding women who like choose not to kind of like bow down or like feel the maternal urge and I know you and I have spoken about Mm. this before where I I realized when I turned 27 Mm. this weird thing happened to me that I've never obviously experienced yeah I've never experienced before I started developing like a maternal instinct which is bizarre for me because I'm not even in a relationship. Wait, wait, wait. How, how, what do you mean? Explain. What is it? Well, what do you feel? It's just one of those things. All of a sudden, I kind of like, it's almost like my priorities or my wants and my needs shifted a little bit. And I started to think about like wanting a family in the long run. And like, I became really like maternal, like in a way that like, I love, like when I see babies, I want to hold them. I want to cuddle, like obviously not just strange random babies. Like I don't yeah, want don't be to, weird. <laughs> I to like random babies on the street, but like I developed this kind of like when I am around babies, like my friends, babies and kids and stuff, I kind of like developed this like instinct that I've never had before. And it took me a while to like realize what it was. And then I kind of like acknowledged, Oh, this is like my, literally my body kind yeah. of like probably preparing itself to one day want to become a mother. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this is a thing. It's not something that I created or like forced myself into. It just kind of came naturally. Mm-hmm. But I know I've spoken to you about it and you have said to me, you've never really felt that. No. Yeah. I am like a very loving person. You know, I like, I, I hug, right? Yeah. You're very an affectionate. Yeah. I'm very affectionate. I, I love taking care of like my friends or like, you know, if you're sick, I'll, I'm like a nurse. I will. I yeah. love doing that. I love taking care of my if my husband or my, you know, um, is sick. I always love to be. I give them attention and nurturing like that. Yeah. But and if yeah, and if my, one of my friends have a baby, I'll. This is like super cute, and I want to like you know hold it and mm. it, it. <laughs> again. <laughs> um, but I haven't had that feeling of like oh I want my own family and and picture myself like in a house full of kids. 
Yeah. I don't... You don't envision that. No. And I think it has a lot to do with the thing that I love the most about my life is my freedom. Yeah. And it sounds like super selfish, but I'm like, dude, I want to go to the beach. I want to grab my towel, my keys and go. Yeah. Like, have you, have you seen people getting ready with a family to go to the beach? Yes. It takes I forever. Have. I and know. And then, oh, we need to go back because you need to sleep. I'm like, what? <laughs> we, <laughs> we just, just got, got here. here. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And that's exactly what this article is talking about. They're talking to a few women who say exactly the same thing. Like, they, one lady says that, like, she likes the life that, like, the childless life that, she has created like she travels a lot she likes to buy nice clothes she likes sunday morning sleepings like the reality is some people just don't want to part from that and it's not that you can't have that with children either but it's obviously very different the whole situation is very different and it's funny because this article directly says the idea of women having children is so deeply ingrained in our collective consciousness that women who choose not to are often seen as a little suspect yeah wow yeah and it's so true, I guess, like to an extent. Well, this is the other thing though. Women make all the people. Mm. We make all the people. And yeah. I think, <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean by that? And where are you going? All the people come from like women. Men, men don't make people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But we're the and suspect the, the, ones. Oh, fuck them, man. <laughs> it's so, see, it all comes back to men. They're probably, they're the ones writing shit about us. <laughs> They're the ones making us look suspect. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But then um, another study that was published in 2016, funnily enough, found that children don't actually make people happier. (laughs) Fucking, that's not news to me. Yeah. A lot of people try to fix their relationship by having a child. I was going to say band-aid babies. Oh, my God. Obviously, like, every child that is brought into the world is a blessing, 100%. Like, regardless of your I feel like you have to say that as well. No, I... I, (laughs) (laughs) Like, regardless of the circumstances, I think, like, like, I very much, like, every life is, like, important to, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... I don't want (laughs) to... But I think there's definitely a lot of situations where people have babies and it's not... It's not going to be the answer to their problems. There was a time that I will ask every single person that had kids, like, do you recommend it? Like, I want your honest opinion. And everyone had, like, a weird answer to me. Like, And I said, no, please be honest. Like, it's fine if you tell me, like, don't do it. And people will be like, no, it's the most, you know, it's the most amazing thing that has ever happened to me. I can't imagine my life without my kid. Right now, I'm like, I know. Go on. Tell me the real, what's the real thing? And I've honestly had people like say, you know what, actually now I feel like I could be a better person because I have a kid. I I need someone else to respond to, you know, I'm responsible for another life. Like it's all these like amazing things. But most of the people that I talk about, they say that, but also like, yeah, your life changes so much. You're not like your number one priority in your life anymore. Every, you know, thing of like traveling or doing this and this and that, nothing, you're not important anymore. Like that trip that you wanted to do, someone else's life is more important than your own. Every, you know, money also goes towards them, not you. It's just shifts. You're not the most important person in your life anymore. Um, I have heaps of people that say like, yep, it's, I love my, my daughter. I love my son, but don't do it. Like seriously, don't, you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. And then the other response that happens a lot is like the relationship between the partner, the couple just changes and it's never the same. The dynamic of the relationship. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I feel like, obviously, depending on your relationship, it either changes for the better or for the 100% worse. 100% of the times people tell me that it's it's not the best. Like, they make it work as, like, parents. 
but most of the time they they're not the same couple yeah. anymore yeah oh of course I don't think you can ever be the same like like you like could be perfect what, or you could be doing terribly I mean, before a baby comes along but think, regardless of what you're doing like a baby's going to change everything this is the thing that happens to me too one of the reasons that I don't want to have kids is like I, I start living my life taking care of myself first I'm trying you know mm-hmm. trying to you know figure out what I need to do in order for me to grow as a human and a spiritual being and then from there I partner up with someone else like I find someone I want to live my life with yeah and I'm on that stage, like, I'm still figuring out myself. It's not one after the other. You, like, add up. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, you're trying to figure out that. And then, oh, fuck, I have a relationship. There's another person in my life. Okay, cool. Trying to figure yeah. out our relationship, you and, you and me. And then with your shit, with my shit, like, oh, fuck, and our shit together. And then all of a sudden, we, oh, fuck, there's another person in our life. Oh, my God, if you actually don't feed him, he's going to die. So, yeah. like, you add on another life into that yeah. thing. And, like, it's... Like, what? I don't know, man. Like, why? I'm still, you know, fighting my own demons, trying to, like, you know, stay alive (laughs) and then work things out with my partner and my friends, you know? Yeah. And then, oh, I'm also going to have a kid. So, what? Oh, I neglect myself because I have another person now. Yeah. So, you never go back to be, you know? Yeah. You leave yourself behind. You'll never get to that stage of actually self-knowledge or self-care or self-love and develop as an individual first because, oh, I have a kid, so... I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. It's it's also part of yeah. like the spiritual evolution, like for me. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess like your your life evaluation kind of goes on the back burner a little bit, yeah. I guess. But um another study that I was reading, um that's t- in, that's titled More Women Are Choosing Not to Have Kids and Society Can't Cope. Which is Men. accurate. Um, society. Men. <laughs> Do you think that they're actually women that say, oh, why are there women that don't Yeah, I think really? there's, yeah, I definitely think that women would probably judge other probably women. Probably religious women. <laughs> Sorry, that was a big controversial. We're getting very controversial Sorry. <laughs> in this episode. I just, I just don't like the church. Um, but this, this um, article highlights that, and this is an Australian article, so it's relevant to us. The Australian Bureau of Statistics says that sometime in the next decade, the number of couples without children will overtake the number of couples with children. Wow. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. That's massive. Um, it goes on to say that people that choose not to have children are labelled as selfish, shallow, and immature. Wow. Yeah. That's very harsh. Yeah, I know. What about what happened with tolerance? And like, cool, like you think differently than me. I think we're in, that's the thing. I think we're in that weird stage where people have realized that not everyone's having kids anymore and we're kind of just like grappling with the idea that that's what's going on and like the idea of acceptance like full acceptance hasn't kind of been introduced into society surrounding this Mm -hmm. issue um and there's it says here i like um that the person in the article says that just because a woman chooses not to have her own children doesn't mean she doesn't want to co-parent or step-parent or help her friends out with their kids or to be an auntie, but she's just made the conscious decision that, like, she doesn't want to have her own children. And that's kind of like what you just yeah. said. Like, it's not that you don't – there's nothing – it's nothing to do with children directly. Man, like, I you're more than happy to be a part of, like, the anyone. World. Yeah, but it's just you are choosing not to bring your own mm. – um, yeah, that doesn't mean that I hate kids, you know. I want yeah. I want to be fun auntie Nazi. Yeah, Bring me exactly. all the babies. Bring me all the kids. We'll teach them how to surf, how to speak Spanish, how to dance and shit. Yeah. 
But um, it's just like one of those things where I guess, I don't know, like, it's such a touchy subject. Yeah. Wait, um, I, w- I don't want to read that one. Which one? Like the other part of it. It says, the best part of being child-free. Yeah. What does it say about that? Um, not having to think about anyone else in terms of choices that you make with yourself and being spontaneous and being true to yourself. Yeah, because most of the times you have a kid, you're doing things not for you or because yeah. you want, like you have to, man. Yeah. Or else it's, it's going to die. <laughs> well, I guess that kind of relates to um, in that same article where it talks about like women without kids don't just face judgment and scrutiny. They can also be socially excluded mm-hmm. um, kind of in like little ways, like excluded from conversations or like not invited to kids' birthday parties. And I guess it's one of those things where like, Obviously, it's obviously this is a very individual opinion yeah. and a very individual situation. Like, it depends on who you are, who your friends are. Like, I know there's people, like, there's friendship groups where there's, like, some that aren't, like, do not have children and some that do have children. And those people with children think that, like, the people without children don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, that's like, not true. Yeah, and that's not true at all. So I think they try to, like, save the sanity or almost, like, they try to save the people that don't have children. Like, they're like, oh, we don't want to put you in, like, an uncomfortable situation or, like, we don't want you to feel obliged. So instead of, like, like, yeah. like your kid's opening birthday? it. Yeah, like, yes. instead of having Are you going to be alcohol? Yes, I'm there. Exactly. That's <laughs> the exact same thing that just happened to us oh, on the weekend. Yeah. We spent, we went to a first birthday on Sunday. Little and Abe. it was little AB baby. And it was mostly just all adults getting drunk gushing over this one-year-old who we all love yeah. so dearly and it was funny because his dad didn't really want to have the birthday party because yeah. he was like he's really like aware that he doesn't like going to kids birthday parties and he didn't think that all of his friends us wanted to go to a yeah. birthday party and we're like no we are having a party for Abe like we love him yeah we just want to yeah like we just want to get drunk and celebrate the fact he survived like a year on earth yeah well. like I think that's like a really important thing for parents to remember that like just because we don't have our own children doesn't mean we don't want to be a part of yeah their kids lives yeah. but um that yeah. kind of another, oh. oh sorry another thing I wanted to say like you know obviously people decide to have or not to have kids for different reasons but I know that there's a lot of, of people that also think for example like I suffer from like anxiety and depression like mm. I don't want my kid to have that like and there's even some illnesses that you can like your children can inherit and there's also, like, a, a high percentage of fear in, like, giving that same disease or something to your to your kid. Yeah. Or even, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, you, I want, you go to school and being a teenager is horrible. I don't want my kid to be bullied. I don't know, like, how life is right now. I don't want to put my poor little yeah. creature in the world to suffer. Yeah. Like, there's so, mu- there's so much beauty, but it's also it's a lot of suffering. And yeah. a lot of people are struggling in life and still. And I was like, why would, would I have another... I create a life that is gonna suffer too. Yeah, it might it, it might not commonly people talk about that, but I know there's a lot of people that think that. No, I totally agree. Like I know I spend a lot of my time, like I'm trying to improve my life currently. Mm-hmm. Like me as a person and my situations, I'm trying to become a better person because I know that I want to bring You're a, great a baby into the world, and I know how I kind of want to be as a parent. I know that'll probably change on Dude, the day I'm that sick. I actually become pregnant. I know like you yeah. can't predict anything, but like I'm really trying to learn from my mistakes and my parents' mistakes and my upbringing because I know like you just said there's so many things I don't want my child to have to yeah. face, but also 
being human is like inevitable, like shit happens. And I think we all try to like, what is it like you try to cotton wool your baby or your child or your teenager because you don't want them to hurt. But the reality is like that's, yeah, like, I mean, we've all been hurt and we've all gone through a lot, but like we're still here. Mm. But yeah, like it's so hard to know that you're bringing something into the world that could face the exact same as you, if not worse, possibly obviously better. Like it's not, there's good things and there's bad things about life, but like, yeah, it's scary to think you were putting all of this stuff onto a tiny little baby that knows nothing. Yeah. But then also you'll see them grow up and see who they become. Like things that they like, things that they're good at. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do to like, I guess, like form their personality. Like there's things that you can say and do and like, the way you choose to raise them obviously kind of like, like I guess creates who their personality and who they are, but they're also born with a personality well, that you can't brothers control. Brothers and sisters, you yeah. grew up with, with the same parents in the same environment. Like me and my brother, same, same, everything. We went to the same school, we're exposed to the mm. same things. And yeah, we're, we are kind of very similar right now, but like at one point we were very different. Yeah. Developed different personalities. It's amazing. Yeah. Different interests. Um, yeah, but still, like, and oh, fuck, another thing that, because I've, I've known for a while that I don't want to have a, a kids, mm. and I'm 34, my husband's just turned 30. He's fairly young, you know, a man can have kids until they're 70 or something. Yeah. Um, and it was, a, like, a big talk. Like, my mom, she would love me to have babies, but she respects also my opinion. And she said to me, be 100% sure that you talk to Nico about it and actually be in the same page. Because yeah. I said to him, do, I, I don't want to have kids. Like, do you want? And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, well, you have to really tell me if you want or not. Because if it reaches a point that you're going to be, I don't know, 40, and you're like, no, I don't want a kid. I'm like, I'm going to be 45 and I probably can't do it. And I'm probably not going to be able to give you a kid. Like, that's a, a full-on conversation, but you have yeah. to have it before you even get your relationship in the, in the next level because now at our age if I was single if I want to date someone and I want a family something that you have to talk yeah. fairly soon or else oh shit you know what I'm not gonna invest it might yeah. it might come up like a super confronting like it's not a second date conversation yeah. but you know what I it mean it kind of like, becomes a priority in like who to. in like you looking for a person and like you looking to yeah. create a life with someone like I know I'm like obviously like I said I'm 27 so I've still mm. got a little bit to go but like the reality is I personally, like if I was to meet someone, I don't want to get in a relationship and do a few years with them to find out they don't want a yeah, family or kids. Exactly. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fuck, I've gone from being 27 to being 31. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I'm back. At- and your biological clock is there. Like like- I'm, and I know, and I know it's like, it's so silly. And I guess this is why a lot of women feel so much so pressure silly. because we've been told like, oh, you hit 30, your egg's like half. Mm. And all of a sudden there's all this pressure to like think, oh, fuck, like, do I want babies? I don't know. Oh, shit. Oh, like, and then like, do I want babies with this person? Like, there's, mm. there's a lot of questions. And to still consider. being insecure about yourself. Yeah. And, and you're like, asking about, you don't oh, just my God, wake I need up, a husband. Yeah, you don't just wake up one day all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm the perfect version of myself today. Let's get pregnant. Like, that doesn't happen. And then like, God forbid, some people are with their absolute lifetime partner who they adore and they've been trying to get pregnant for five years. And it doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. I like there's so them. many, yeah, there's so many different challenges that people have mm. to face. And, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where yeah. it's such an individual yeah. circumstance, I guess. Yeah. I think we like our personal experiences, like you want to have kids. I don't, but we both love being around them anyways. Like it's, I don't have a friend that hates kids. 
Yeah, no, not at all. I'm so excited for all of my friends to have babies. Like, they've just started and it's so good. Mm. But in saying that as well, I'm in a situation where – because I want to talk about another article that I actually have here in front of me. I'm in a situation where when my friends tell me they're pregnant, I'm just like, yes, this is so exciting. Well, most of the time when they tell me you're pregnant, they're pregnant, I'm like – I'm standing there with, like, a bottle of wine in my hand asking if they want a wine. And they say no. And straight away I'm like, oh, my God, you're pregnant. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> in shock for a little bit and I think they're joking. But then, like, I recover. And, bo- yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, from me. <laughs> but, like, I get so – I love it. But I know that there's um, a lot of people who, especially these days when everything gets announced on social media and Instagram and, fuck, I know there's so many times I pick up my phone, literally scrolling through it. It's like, oh, another engagement photo announcement, another baby announcement, like – I know a lot of people get very overwhelmed by that, especially like if you're in a um, like a group of like a friendship group and you're kind of at the last mm. ones to have babies or get engaged or whatever, and you, your emotions tend to overtake what you're feeling for your friend that's so excited. And this article, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> this article that is actually titled "How Not to Be an Ass When Your Friends Start Having Babies" highlights how to kind of like. Be the best version of yourself you can be when your friend tells you that you're pregnant. Because fuck, I know sometimes when these things happen, it's hard to not have your heart instantly sink. Like, and you're I, like, I just lost a friend. Yeah, <laughs> I just lost a friend. There's a mom. There's gonna be a mom, and like, you're and like straight away. You're like, oh, oh fuck. So you can't drink with me for the next nine months, and you're like legally obliged to care for something for the next fifty years. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I feel. I feel like that a little. I feel like, oh shit, I, I lost a friend. Like you, I do. you do feel like that? A little. Okay. Like so that's I, what I I'm... secretly think, like, I wish, like, Jessie, I wish I knew Jessie just before she got pregnant so we could have hung out more, like, as people. Yeah. Because now you like her or not, like, she said, well, I'm Jessie, but I'm also Mama J. I know that. But you're yeah. mainly Mama J, especially now that Amy's a But that's just because, yeah, you and, know her as that Yeah, person. like, yeah. you know, so it's a bit selfish like that too because I just want to, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think, like... Whether we say it out loud or not, I think a lot of people feel exactly the way that you've just described. Yeah. And this article kind of highlights that you can feel that way, but you've kind of got to be the bigger person and like almost like you've got to push that aside because your friend is experiencing one of the like major things in yeah. life. Um, and basically it says here like um, – the the um what's the, what are they called who writes articles the author author <laughs> um says that she's reached the phase in her life where it's conceivable that friends might deliberately choose to pro- procreate no so it's like one of those things where like fuck when we're like if you if you're like 18 and your friend's like i'm pregnant you're like oh fuck like that's not what that, was, that was not on purpose we're like we're at the stage now when someone tells you they're pregnant like they've chosen to be there even saying that like obviously quotation marks accidents happen but like we're kind of at the it's point 2019, where there's a, if there's an accident it's because you really didn't take care of it yeah properly we all know how to make babies we all know um but there's a few steps here kind of how to like not pro- being asked. process yeah not being asked and like process that a lot mm-hmm. um the first one is don't make the big reveal about you so kind of like when your friend sits you down and tells you that they're creating a baby don't start like freaking out and like mm. hyperventilating and crying and like like just like don't chill yeah like nothing's just kind happening of, to you really. like obviously like you've got to it's got to be the only emotion you can really show is excitement like don't yeah like even though your heart might sink you've got to 
you've really got to like keep it together. Yeah. Keep it together. I know. And I'm going to, one of my friends, when she told me she was pregnant, this was a little while ago now, it's not anyone at the moment. So <laughs> no one worry. But my friend told me she was pregnant and I was so happy for her. So excited. Like everything about it made me so happy. But that night I went home and I called my mom and I cried. Oh yeah. Why? Because I just felt like that. Like this was, <laughs> I was obviously feeling very vulnerable and it was one of the first people where kind of like I, I realized I'm going into the next stage of my life where this is what's happening now. Like people around me are choosing to like make babies and get married and do those things. Yeah. And I felt at that time so far from those things. And because I knew that I wanted mm. them, I got really sad. But it had nothing to do with my friend yeah. and like what was going on in them, their life. I was so excited for them. But I remember going home and calling my mum and, I, I, and I, I almost shocked myself yeah. that that happened. And it, has, I, it hasn't happened ever since. I love like, how you I'm, allow yourself to feel that. Like, yeah, it's just I'm just smiling because <laughs> I love how different we are. Because I've always felt like a little alien, even in my own group of friends, in my like, even like my culture, my society. I've never felt that I've been at the same in the same stage as anyone else. So when people started getting married, having kids, and I'm like, and I'm like, great, like cool. Like mm. I never felt like, oh my god, like this is what we're doing now. Yeah. Oh my fuck. Like I've never <laughs> felt that way. And then I'm like. Everyone's getting married and having kids, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm gonna go, and I and I and I left with one way ticket to travel. I'm like, I'm gonna do all this shit. Like, yeah. I I've always felt a bit out of the the group, like a bit yeah. of a and that's good. I think that's thing. a good thing. You're yeah. a very like independent personality, and you, I think you can acknowledge what's going on around you, and you either choose to like absorb it or you choose to kind of like I also, I also distance hate, from it. And that's a really like that's a really good personality yeah, trait. Yeah, because I, I also hate well. To some, I, to some degree. <laughs> to some degree, because I, I hate when people tell me what to do. Yeah. So if, if everyone's doing that, I'm like... You're, yeah. a, you're a rebel. You <laughs> really am. are. You will rebel against society mm-hmm. until your death. Yeah. That's going to be on your tombstone. Probably. <laughs> and that's why she died. <laughs> Told you, bitch. <laughs> um, another point that this article highlights is... This is my favorite. Make the most of the baby shower. Oh, what does yes. that mean? So basically it's talking about like baby showers are always associated with like cupcakes and like maternity chat and all that kind of stuff. Gross. But I know. But it's like basically turn it into something where like you can get drunk together. Like your friend that's having the baby obviously isn't going to get drunk. Oh, I was like, like what? Ha- make it like a bit of a party. Make it fun. Like obviously this is also very like. Mushrooms are, are, are permitted, right? <laughs> Maybe the kind that I know you're talking about might need to happen after, at the after party, after baby The shop. baby will be fine. What do you mean? It's natural. It grows on poop, on cow, cow shit. But basically, like, it's one of those things where, obviously, again, like, this is very friend, depends on your friendship. Like, I know, I'm not saying every wait, baby wait, wait, shower. Wait, 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 wait. So take, so we're all going to the baby shower to get shit face, but not her. Yeah. Oh, but- this going to be good for her? <laughs> no, it's saying make the most of the baby shower in the way that, like, make it a celebration and like pop the bubbles and like have fun. And obviously it depends on your friendship group. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone needs to go to every baby shower and get drunk. Like if it was I drunk, know me, I'm going to be, yeah, I know I personally and my <laughs> friends that I have who are pregnant, they will expect me to be tipsy off a few glasses of champagne. And I'm very lucky for that. Like I said earlier, I'm happy to be the drunk aunt, but like if you, this is it, one of the kind of last occasions where you were specifically celebrating your friend and like yeah. her journey, bring it, like make it a thing, like make it happy, like make it like, don't make it like all about like 
oh like baby baby yeah. baby have okay. fun like yeah. it's like obviously your friend by now is used to being sober like she it's she's happy to kind of be there and let you in like let you have fun but also shower her like it's called a baby yeah. shower by mm-hmm. you showering her with love and like i mean i don't know about you guys but i have one glass of champagne and i love everyone so like yeah that's 100 what, what well, a baby shower needs this to is be the other about. thing though like i'm very you know i'm gonna go to a baby shower and get fucked up and like have the best time ever but i'm also this other person that if you're pregnant and, and you told me oh the doctor said to me i can drink one glass of wine i will slap the glass out of your out of your hand really why yes. You don't, but so you. My mom is a midwife. Okay. There's no way you can have one glass of water. Of water. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you can have any alcohol when you're pregnant. That goes straight into your bloodstream, straight into your baby. Okay. Again, controversial topic that we know absolutely nothing about uh, if you're scientifically. Not pregnant, so. Do everything, everything. <laughs> so we're going to move all on from this shit, report. All Maddie the drugs, throwing her opinion with all the drugs, all the out there without any um, cold hard evidence. So I'm going to move on to the next. If you're pregnant, <laughs> if you fucking touch a glass, stop. Even with stop. Me, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to kill you, bitch. Leave your baby alone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, and the topic I can't, the, <laughs> what I want to end, what I want to end this article on is, keep it together, keep it together, guys, I have, this is what I have to deal with all the time, imagine what it's like when there's no, no microphone, so I'm like this all the time, but worse, anyway, yeah, this, um, what it says here is, appreciate the priorities of a woman in labor, ew, like everything sounds horrible. Okay. <laughs> so what the reason I want to talk about this is because it's coming back to us saying that someone else's pregnancy has absolutely nothing to do with you and it's not about you. Appreciate the priorities of a woman in labor. Don't expect a personalized text message or a DM the moment the baby has been born. Obviously. Obviously, though, <laughs> depending on like your friendship levels, like I know some people like are probably going to let their family and their friends know first, but like. There are some friendships where you're going to find out on Facebook like, or like you're going to find out a couple of days later or like it's going to – you're not necessarily going to get a phone call while your friend's in labor going, oh, my God, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's pretty obvious. Like, no, I know that we say it's pretty obvious, but I think there's definitely like circumstances where people take it personally. Yeah. And really what we need to realize <laughs> – That it's not about you. Okay, that's the bottom line. It's not about you. Leave your friend. Do, like, 3D print a human. But, yeah, so it's kind of one of those things where, like, even though maybe you might feel, like, a personal setback or, like, um, it's hard. Like, it's definitely hard. And I know, especially, like, what I said, if you kind of have that mother instinct and urge that is definitely thrust upon you without, like, without unknowing because yeah. I know it absolutely was just came out of fucking nowhere for yeah. me if you have that I think you need to embrace it and then be excited for your friends that are experiencing it even though you may not be because eventually like if that's truly what you want it will happen yeah. like where it's 2019 like you can have babies regardless of any situation yeah, like sure. my favorite movie ever well, not my favorite movie ever but I love it I love anything with J-Lo in it and my favorite oh, wow. movie is the backup plan and it's like J-Lo 
is like a strong independent woman that owns her own business because like that's J-Lo and like living in New York and she decides that she wants babies so she goes and gets IVF and the day she gets inseminated and she was the day she gets inseminated and she's like oh you know they always say like it doesn't work the first time she gets inseminated one time gets pregnant has twins but the day the day that she got inseminated was the day she meets the love of her life oh my god classic best movie ever it's got the backup plan go and watch it and I honestly almost feel like that might happen to me. Oh, my God, Emma. That's so cute, though. But anyway, like, I think what we have to kind of acknowledge um, is... Yeah. Well, sorry. I want to say something. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I want to say something that... A recommendation, maybe, for yeah. people, like, in general, like, yeah. men and women. Don't yeah. ask people if they're going to have kids or not. Don't ask them. Okay. So, we're here. We're back at the... Yeah. Just don't... don't don't say anything. Maybe if they're very close friends to you, go like, hey, guys, like maybe. Because you don't know where they're going through. You don't know if they can actually have or not. If they're maybe trying and they have maybe. It's a massive yeah. thing between couples. Yeah. So if you are, if, if you don't really know I the person that, that knows you, me, don't ask. Yeah, if you, I was going to say, it's, if you don't know them very well or if it's a complete stranger, definitely don't ask. But I think it's one of those things that it is good to have that open conversation with your friends that you trust or you rely on because a lot of people do struggle yeah. and it does definitely, I could imagine that struggling to have a baby when you really want to could put a lot of pressure yeah. on a relationship and it's obviously good to kind of like vent and um, talk about the struggles with your friends. Like I think it's really important to share that stuff with people and make mm. people realize that having a baby isn't actually as easy as it sounds on paper. I know for no, some people not. it is. And unfortunately a lot of the time it's easy for the people that probably shouldn't necessarily be procreating. Oh. Um, but there's definitely struggles and like, it's just such an individual thing that's almost like, it's just so expected from everyone. But yeah. this day Don't and age, from yeah, <laughs> I think you can't expect that from everyone. Like no. everyone's journey is different and like, yeah, basically. It's fi- I, well, and it's fine if you don't want to have kids. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's totally Especially fine if you, don't if you want care to about the environment. Yeah, it's totally fine if you Be don't want to have kids. Be consistent and don't do it. Yeah. Over- and it's also fine to like want to have like 10 kids if you want, but you've just got to like realize you need to take care of yeah. those people. Well, have you heard also there's there's this hypothesis, I don't know if it's actually a theory, but at least like a hypothesis that people say that smart people are not having kids because they're busy doing smart shit. And then the only people that are actually procreating are like the dumb ones. So the dumb ones are going to like be more than the geniuses and geniuses are going to die and we're just going to be dumb people everywhere. Where did you read that? Do you have like solid evidence? Everyone knows that's <laughs> Think about it though. I know, but I just smart I feel people like I are feel in like lab putting that trying out. to find the cure of cancer and they're fucking doing it. Like they're going to outer space, they're fucking doing cool shit. And all the dumb ones are like, oh, oh, I like this one, it's bugging, and like we're having all these fucking babies, <laughs> crack babies, half of them. And then they're all idiots, illiterates, and that's going to happen. That's that's the end of the human race. Okay. I feel like we need to find cold, hard evidence. Also, why am I being a bitch today? Part. Also, there's another thing that I want to say. <laughs> if you want to have a kid, there should be a test. Yeah. That tells you if you can or not. You know what? You're too dumb. You know what? You actually don't have the money. What are you going to do when this baby is yeah. arrive? I guess really the test is um, by you choosing to have intercourse without contraception. And then, <laughs> like, I feel like that's the test right there. Like, there's other ways to be able to do that. There so. should be a test to tell you if you're actually capable 
a capable human being of having another human being. Yeah. But I guess, like, I know I've heard a lot of people say that before, but the thing is everything is so subject to opinion that what determines who to be capable of having a human being. That's kind of what it is. Like, that's true. And I say that, yeah. but I also say, like, I don't want you to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm just full of surprises. <laughs> anyway, as you guys can tell, um, Natty and I kind of have different opinions on having <laughs> I feel babies. like I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> But um, I think it's just really important to remember that everyone, everyone's opinion and everyone's actions and everyone's life choices are individual. It's their own. You can't judge them for it and neither oh can anyone judge you for your um, decisions. And, yeah. Look, grab a, grab a piece of paper. Grab a pen. Me, and, right now. Yeah, and write this down. I don't have a pen. It's fine. What are you going to do? What er, am I er, writing down? Er, yeah, remember. Yeah. And if you're listening, pay attention. Yeah? Yeah. Live and let live. What does that mean? Live and let live. Live your fucking life. Leave the rest of the people alone. Ah, yes. I like that. Write it in highlighted things and and stick it on your wall and look at it every day. Build tolerance and let people do whatever they need to do with their lives and you mind your own. Yeah, I like that. Live and let live. We definitely all get very wrapped up in like everyone's um else's lives or we kind of definitely get very wrapped up in like everyone else's like I think we let other people's Mm. personalities and opinions and experiences affect our own and it's really like it's not about you yeah exactly but um basically we just want to say that we love you (laughs) (laughs) um we're so appreciative of everyone that has been listening to our podcast the last few weeks we've been receiving like the nicest messages and Random people come up to us like at parties or at the, on the street and they're like, I've been listening. It's so I know, great. It's been crazy. Yeah. And it's really, really weird for us to kind of um, absorb and take that on because we've definitely just started this to share our opinions, our opinions and our thoughts and basically yeah. just like record what we talk about without a microphone. We've just decided to throw a microphone yeah. in the, on is, the table. It is very therapeutical for us. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we're, we're just really appreciative of everyone that listens. Yeah, we love you. Um, obviously, if you do enjoy listening to us, we would really appreciate if you subscribe. Review. Review. Five stars. Share. Um, because really that's all that kind of um, keeps us going. I mean, we, we, we would do this like we also, would do this regardless if one person I have, listened. But. I have an announcement. That we haven't said. So oh my god, you're is, pregnant. No, oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, by the way, um, no, no, no. So this is the last episode we're going to record with this shitty microphone. I mean, it's not shitty, but like it's not the best. I know that the audio is not the best. We actually invested money and we bought professional gear. Yeah. So hopefully the next one is going to be very professional um and our voices are gonna be very clear too legit to quit boom (laughs) anyway thank you guys we are so appreciative of everything and salut salut